in a world where four guys sit around a table and try to talk about movies and things related to movies. Welcome to the Midnight Fright Cast. This is your host, host with the most, Greg, the movie guy, sitting in with the guys from Midnight Fright Films. We're here for another Frightcast episode number 14. Thank you. What's up? Again, this is Greg, the movie guy, and we are here. We're here to talk some movies. Some actually, we've got some uh, some bittersweet news. Not really bittersweet. It kind of sucks news, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna capture that in a little bit here. On my left is Josh. Hi, Josh. I'm on the left. I actually had a turn <laughs> and see which. Yeah, I'm on the left. That's me. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, how's it going? Glad you could join <laughs> I'm on us your left. Over here on the left. You think I know which one my left was anyway? <laughs> on on Josh's left is Patrick. You could have just said sitting across from you. Yes, but because and Josh then I couldn't. Would, and then I wouldn't have to think about be, it. Because all. Josh doesn't know his right from his left, apparently. I'm going to make it really, really uncomfortable <laughs> for him. <laughs> On Josh's far, far right is Tom. Hello, everyone. I'm also across from Josh. Yeah, yeah we're, sitting at a, we're sitting at a rectangular table, but again, Josh doesn't know his right from his left. I just figured it out. Thank you, episode 14. Hooray, episode 14. Have you noticed, by the way, the Mike? table is set up that it's either Josh or I are at the head of the table? I think it, it's really no, weird because we sat this way one time and we've never changed it. It's just been it's, this it's way. It's been this way. So I think yeah. it's, it's... I'm funking tradition next time. I think it's, yeah. it's basically mom, <clears throat> yeah. dad, and our two kids. Well, I think it depends on who's pitching and catching. I mean, why do I have to be mom? Because you catch. Oh, that's true. This just got weird. I did play... I was a catcher <laughs> in softball. <laughs> and, I it show, baseball, and it shows. I, was <laughs> I do have a wide stance. Anyway, we should probably <laughs> no, start talking about... Movies. Things. Movies. This is not a softball so contest. You can probably tell, you okay. probably tell from the stretch marks. Yo, it's disgusting. <laughs> this just got weird. Uh, okay. Let's talk about movies. Yeah. We've been watching. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. I Who wants Josh to... taking over commentator. I'm sorry, Greg. Host um, duties. No, I'm not. He's but are we going to do roundtable again? Should we do roundtable again? Where we just uh, yeah, we drop can, yeah. one, move on to the next person, yeah. and go around? Sure. This round robin. Round robin, not round table. Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought we established, established that we have a rectangular table. It doesn't. You know what? Rectangular robin? That's you can kinda, still sit across from someone on a round do, table. Well, sure. Rectal robin. All right. Here we go. What are we doing? We're just dropping one show that we're watching? Well, we'll do uh, like one at a time. Until okay. we kind yeah. of wind down. Yeah. Okay. So that, okay. Got it. Uh, Greg, you want to start? Who started last I, time? Well, I, I think I did. I think I did. Did you start last no, time? No, I didn't because I didn't have my list ready. We should just punish Tom. That's just, yeah, Tom's let's throw up. Tom to the wolves. <laughs> well, it's Tom, easy. Game of Thrones. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Loving it. Game of Thrones? Yep. All right. How, de- how deep into Game of Thrones are we right now? Uh, Seven two- seasons? T- tonight will be the third episode of season seven. seven. Okay. Mm. And this is the last last season, correct? I, I really think there's one more. Okay. That's my understanding yeah, as well. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But it's good. It's not disappointing. Yeah. Um, I am one episode into seventh season. I have not watched last week's episode, and it'll probably be a few days before I'm able to even see tonight's episode. Uh, but I really enjoyed that first episode of season seven. <clears throat> Really good way to kick off the season. So, unfortunately, that's all we can say. Right? No spoilers. Well, yeah, we, don't, we don't want to spoil. I, yep. But yep. I don't understand why everybody was getting down on Ed Sheehan or Sheeran or oh, Sharon, Sharon, Sharan. Because it looked like a publicity stunt, right? Like, yeah, but it didn't really take me out of it. So I didn't even know until afterwards. I was like, "Why is this dude?" Well, I didn't even song? know who the guy was until like a week before that episode because my wife said something about him. I said, that's I how I found know, out. I don't Did he do a song is. for Game of Thrones? Did he do a song for yeah, it? Yeah, like, nah, like but, this isn't a spoiler. It really is. It's isn't. not a spoiler. It, it it just comes out of nowhere. There's this group of guys hanging out eating, and he's just 
just singing a song. Sitting around okay. a campfire, and there's like three or four guys singing. That's a publicity. It's, it is, it's so weird. You're like, what? what? Why is yeah. this? And then someone told me, well, it's, you know. But it didn't take me out of it because I didn't no. know who the dude was. No. And I, I, I thought it was just a bunch of guys sitting around singing at a campfire. Because, you know, that's what we do. Yeah, of course. Duh. I was in Scouts. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. Guys. <laughs> Josh. Oh, is it my turn already? Yeah. Um, I didn't know your Game of Thrones was... A, uh, we're joined by the hip. We are. Um, hey, the new uh, Thursday, the new uh, trailer for It dropped. Did anybody else no. see it? I You've did see watch it. it. it is, You've got to watch boss. it, Tom. It's I, legit. It's I so fucking good. that movie. It's some old footage, but a lot of new footage in there. It's like a two, three minute long trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like long. And they show they gotta have the paper boat, right? They show yeah, they show the paper boat stuff okay. still, which was in the original was trailer. In the original trailer. Uh, but they show oh, way right. more Pennywise in this trailer. So many shots of Pennywise. Any any talks? They do you, show. Do you like him better now? Because didn't one of you not like the look it's, of Pennywise? Was it his well, look was kind of weird? The old time. <laughs> Greg, I don't think the uh, I don't think Greg liked the old timey look of him when they originally uh, dropped that picture of him. Okay. But in uh, this trailer, one second, Greg, uh, when this trailer, hands up on radio doesn't work. When um, the boat goes down the sewer Uh uh, and Pennywise pops up, not only do you get to see his full face now, he talks. Talks. And it's crazy. So there's a lot of like great visuals. Mm. There's a lot of really good um, uh, Easter eggs in the trailer. Did you spot the Easter egg in the room of clowns? Did you see that? I don't There's know if I did spot that. The Emily doll was in there. Not the fucking Emily doll. <laughs> in the room of clowns, there's a clown in there. You can see it clear as day. That looks exactly like the Tim original Curry's Pennywise. Pennywise. It's so good. Oh, that's great. Um, that's a great. So there's a lot of good Easter eggs in there. They, um, I, I watched. I went back and watched not only the trailer but an explanation of the trailer and all the Easter eggs and all the things that you might not pick up uh, when you watch the trailer. And it it, it points out. A lot of things from the the book, but going back to the original, uh, it and um, some characters that you didn't see in like when they show the poster of the kid on the on the light pole mm-hmm. in the first trailer, they actually were wondering is that guy actually going to be in the movie? And then they go back and they show like scenes of him in the movie and um, just a lot of good stuff that you got to go back and, and find that trailer, okay. Tom. It's so good, it's legit. So. It trailer. I watched it. I shared it like 900 times. That's what everyone has <laughs> yeah. watched it. September 8th. It. Wow. Go, Greg. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, I, on a, uh, on a recommendation from last podcast, from the guy sitting to my left. Hey, you got it right. That's Josh. Uh, I watched the movie The Void. Yeah, up top, Greg. <clears throat> High five. And now I'm going to slap you. Oh yay! Can't oh, wait. No, didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It's like, so weird. It, it had it had a lot of potential, and I'm, I actually want to pull up the conversation. Did you I write with a uh, review? No, I did not. You should. It's it's on my list to do. Um, or man, <clears throat> the movie had a lot of potential for greatness, and there was a lot of great scenes in there. A lot of great shots. Really, really great atmosphere. Take great away from this, because once you get to the end, somebody kicks the chair out from under you. And smashes you in the balls, in a good way. No, no, <laughs> no. In the in the painful stiletto type. Of way. Yes, they were in stilettos. They were in stilettos. Um, that 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 ruined the whole rest of the experience, or no? And see, this is why I'm I'm kind of on the fence with this movie because it was such a good lead in. Like they yeah. were they were set up to do some 
amazing stuff with the story. And I'm trying to do this without giving things away. Yeah, don't give it away because it's in my 30 days of horror list. Is it oh, okay. On, oh, is it yeah. on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, it's, yeah on Netflix. Netflix. it's on Netflix. Yeah. And hopefully it'll still be on there when that rolls around. I, yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, it's it's set up. It's really good set up. And feel free to jump in if I'm missing stuff. No, it's it's what we uh, kind of talked about with Greg a little bit about it. Uh, when he sent me a message back after he watched it, he's like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's like they took this idea of a cult standing outside of this hospital where people are trapped inside and tried to write a story around that and just... Here's a really cool idea. I just don't know what to what do, to do with, with it. it. Oh. Exactly. Um. And here I, I finally got to the conversation. Um, my my initial response to Josh was after the movie ended, holy fuck, that was intense. Because it's like there's a lot of great buildup and a lot of great atmosphere within this movie. Um, I, I understand the movie. I understand kind of where they were going with it. But there were pieces about it that were just kind of like they didn't connect anything really. It, um, it was confusing. It was confusing. Bit. And this won't give anything away. There was kind of built on the, the cult piece of it. Yeah, oh, man, I, maybe I should yeah, go into you, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you talk about this, the, are you talking about the one character? I, I, don't, know, I don't know how to say this without, without giving it <laughs> Watch the, the movie so, and let us know what you yeah, think because right. it's it's a good watch, I think, until you get to the end. Yeah. That could just be my perspective, okay. his perspective. Give it a shot. Yeah. See, and I, I, what I've seen online is either you love it <laughs> yep. or you don't. Yep. I have that's, seen that's movies, it. though, where the ending ruins the whole experience. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That they do something absolutely stupid. Yeah. Or like if it's, oh, it was just a dream the whole time or one of those. Oh, my God. Then it's, then it's oh, like, my God. That would roll. Yeah. 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 Then it's like, you owe me. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Dom? Um, I, I'm painfully trying to get through it because I loved the original. I'm still watching Twin Peaks. It has been such a disappointment. There's been some great stuff, great actors, but the story is just so weird. And your favorite character, if you haven't seen it, I don't care. I'm spoiling this part because you'll know it anyway from all the reviews. He hasn't even shown up yet. Yep. Dale Cooper. We're, our, tonight is episode 12 out of the 16, and he hasn't even shown up yet because he's this other character right now. Do you, have you been watching it? I've, I've, like you, I've been forcing myself to watch it. Because I'm like, it's going to be great. This is the one. It's going to be great tonight. And it's <laughs> yep. going to put it all together. And, yep. Uh, <laughs> that's all I get to say. It was actually tough for me to get through the first episode. And I don't know why. But He's, that first episode was extremely yeah. dry. And the whole backwards yeah, I, I will talking say talking thing that he does. He did a lot of it in that episode. Yeah, he hasn't done it since. The the really one thing you you can get out of it is the man knows how to film interesting things. Oh yeah, like just technically the shots he does, and it, it's amazing. Yeah, um, it's just the story. It's like he sits down. It's like how weird can I possibly be, and how vague can I possibly be? That's kind of like a trend now. It's like people are just going for the absolute weirdest shit that they can come up with and like there's no normal like weird is a new normal for like horror stuff now i feel mm-hmm. like i don't uh twin peaks has always been like that written that way though yeah right? yeah so but and that's it, not it like, usually has a storyline though like yeah. this one i can't i what i think is going to happen there's all these different stories and somehow they're all going to come together and and i'll probably go my god that was the greatest thing ever yeah <laughs> but i don't know Next podcast, greatest thing ever. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of movies since the last podcast, um, but and I'm almost afraid to admit this, but I've been watching Glee lately. 
This does I not don't come judge. as a surprise. I know, but but guys, that's where I came across the link for that short with Heather Morris, the uh, the the fake exorcism that became an exorcism. Oh, yeah, which the, was the great. short yeah, that yeah. we really okay. liked. Yeah. Now the showrunner of Glee. He does American Horror Story. Yes. Yeah. I just found yeah, that Ryan out today. Murphy. Oh, oh the, yeah. the, well, Ryan not. Murphy created all those. Yeah. I didn't know he created Glee, though. Yeah. yeah. I just found that out today. Uh, Glee, Scream Queens, yeah. all Nip sorts of his, his new trailer for American Horror, Horror Story Cult, Cult is like crazy. I haven't yeah. even seen Roanoke. Oh. I haven't even watched I haven't one seen Roanoke either. Roanoke is okay. Okay. I'm waiting for them to drop it on Netflix. I just think Coven was the worst. They're taking their fucking time. But yeah, I'm I'm admitting it. I my wife absolutely hates the show because it is so incredibly unrealistic, especially since she's a music teacher. That you know you can't just bust into song. Everybody knows their parts, and you have 50 instrumentalists. Sure you to, can, Patrick. Sure you can. It's you it's know. campy and cheesy, but there's something really attractive about it. I, I go back to the first season a lot. The first season of Glee was awesome. That's what everybody says. I've yeah. never seen it. Um, and it goes downhill very quickly. I, I stopped before, <laughs> and now I can't think of his name, died of heroin overdose. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy oh, who paid, uh, played Corey Finn, Corey Monteith. Yeah. That, did, did you see the episode where they... No, oh, no. My God. See, I stopped, I stopped before that, the, um, so I never got to see how they handled that. And that's, that's my reason. I <laughs> oh, want to see that. Season? They handle no. it. The actor, I mean? No, uh, he no. died. He died in between seasons, okay. but they handle it somehow during the following season. Oh, okay. And it's it's heart wrenching. Like and I that's was, what I want to go back and see. But there's part of me that said, "Well, you need to go make sure you saw everything leading up to that." So much to my wife's chagrin, I'm I, watching that like three episodes a night. Okay, now I'm really like curious. I, yeah. I went back to watch because I was looking for TV shows to watch at work. And I went back to watch Glee because I need. Yes, I watch TV at work. Yeah. I watch movies at work. And we, and we publish this. this yeah, this we do broadcast. now because I'm in a different job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I made the giant grand announcement like two podcasts. Ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, when I went back to watch that, I had forgotten how like heart wrenching that episode was. I'm sitting here like water falling tears in the middle of my job trying to be discreet and make sure that my bosses walk up behind me and like, what the hell's going on? Well, and, and, believe and it or doesn't not, do a disservice to the way the guy actually died. Right. Like it's not a judgmental type. No, like no. they don't, they don't mention at all how he dies in there. Oh, okay. Um, they just, they honor him oh, as, okay. as a character, as an, yeah. as an actor, but in his character. And it's actually kind of tough watching some of the episodes leading up to it. Knowing, knowing you know, like at, at the end of last season when he let Rachel go, he entered the army, all this other stuff. And like, I, I wonder what would have happened to that show had he not died. Because I fucking hate the ending of that show. Like, the the end the last season is garbage. Garbage. Like, that was the one redeeming episode of that, yeah. of that season. But I absolutely hated it. And I won't. Do you know how it ends? Nope. Okay, I'm not going to say Like I said, yet. I stopped watching I, no, I make sure I'm not the gonna... season before he died. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but I, I fucking hated it. Absolutely goddamn hated it. <clears throat> so anyway, I'm actually <laughs> going to post a link to that short film because that's why yeah. I wanted to mention Glee because I do want to point yeah. out that short film. It was, it was really, really good, good short yeah. film. What was that called? Do you remember what it's called? <sighs> no, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, it was really great. Good share. Another trailer uh, drop, uh, Stranger Things 2, season 2. Haven't Anybody seen, seen that trailer yet? yet? Haven't oh, seen it yet. Go back and watch some trailers, guys. I haven't uh, seen Stranger Things. Oh, you haven't yes, seen Stranger Things? Oh, I was going to say, oh, that's okay. not it's like we the, talked the about thing, that. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the trailer for Stranger Things 2 is, uh, 
Again, I can't. That was when Stranger Things came out. I binge watched the shit out of that show. I have a feeling once Stranger Things two drops, season two drops, it's going to be the same. Is what's her name still in it? Same thing. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder is still in that. Who I, I used to yes. like. Um, <laughs> I used to think she was adorable. I used to. And like, then she I, tried to act. I loved her in Heather's. <laughs> I loved her in Heather's. Um, uh, go. No, I, I, Heather's was great. Heather's a great movie. Beetlejuice was awesome. Yep, that's a great movie. But then she did things like no, nah, she's even really good in Reality Bites. Yep. And she started stealing from whatever clothes from. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she did like uh, Dracula. And, uh, oh, that was terrible. Yeah, but I love that movie. She was good in uh, She's not Edward Scissorhands, I thought. Yeah. Tim Burton. She was so good for her, uh, the speech when they won the Golden Globe or whatever it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I thought this, she played a drunk was, really well. That's right. Oh, my God. That <laughs> right. was, that's you guys saw that, right? Yeah. I was just telling him I thought she played a drunk really well. So Stranger Things season two. The okay, trailer looks great. Peep it. It's great. Oh, I'm sorry. Really I'm good. sorry. Were you saying something? No, nothing at all. <laughs> I was like, boy, this, so, this conversation got away from you. <laughs> no, no. I like to watch the uh, the riff, the riff go in the, the thievery and um, all of her, you know, IMDb credits and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, talk about it all. I um, as long as that sheriff's back, I, he's I like him. He's, yeah, it's he's a returning really cast. And, uh, you know, they go deeper into the um, whatever the. Yeah. And uh, I, I believe, if I remember right, it's Michael Jackson's Thriller that uh, plays throughout that trailer. So really, wow, yeah, it's a nice little nod. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun trailer. So cool, go watch it. Cool, cool. That's my next thing. Right. I just recently posted my most recent blog post. I went and saw last Saturday Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, please tell me it's great. I want it to be great. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I want it to be great. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. I felt it was a little lacking. However, Tom Holland plays the best adaptation, rendition, whatever you want to call it, of Peter Parker good. as a high school student that I've ever seen. Even Most, better than the original oh Tobey Maguire yes. or whatever? Oh, my God. Yeah, like, if they could have transplanted Tom Holland into the original Spider-Man, it would have been ten times better than it was. Well, what about Michael Keaton? Awesome. I love Michael Keaton. He's oh, I, he's in it. He is. Yeah. yeah, he does a he does a phenomenal job. I wish they would have. Is he a villain? Yeah, he mm-hmm. played old man Spider Man. <laughs> I'm kidding. He comes back and kills people. He was his own. He Batman. comes back as Batman, doesn't he? Yes, he yeah. does. <laughs> Hi, Batman. Um, I wish they would have done a little bit more organic things with his character because he was pretty mechanized, which I wasn't crazy about. But what he does with the character was good. It's it's a higher ranking. Marvel type movie like I wouldn't rank it against Guardians of the Galaxy or the original Iron Man or um, any other like amazing ones but I thought it was it was good you just have to you have to see it was it as good as Fantastic Four which one? Oh my god wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't even know if you guys are joking oh those were horrible oh they're horrible they were bad yeah. I know I, I, bad. both of them I, were horrible I watched the first one I didn't I wasn't able to watch the second one yeah we're probably running out of time, but uh, for some reason, I got on this kick with my PlayStation View. Um, you think Look. I'm getting think money from them, but I'm not. Yeah. Where you can DVR shows, and if you do, it doesn't matter what channel they're on. So now I've got like almost the entire canon of MASH, <sighs> which I used to love. So I Used to? Well, I mean, I still do, okay. but I haven't watched it in ages. And you can kick those out. They're only 20 minutes without commercials. Oh, yeah. And I've just been <laughs> binge-watching the hell out of those. Yeah. There's a little bit of me, just to kind of side note on that, there's a little bit of me that misses those half-hour 
type shows mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when you're when you're chilling on the couch at the end of the night and it's like nine nine thirty, it's so tough to get into an hour long TV show because you have to invest so much time. And then if you <laughs> fall asleep, you got to go back yeah. and got to watch it again. And it's just it's nice to be able to <clears throat> knock out twenty minute show, twenty minute show, twenty minute show. Yeah, and then you can go to bed. And if you fall asleep, it's not that right. big of a deal. And what's great about Mash, <clears throat> I will say, is and and what has changed over the years is that anymore you think a half hour show has to be a comedy mm-hmm. and mash wasn't always a comedy no i mean it had, it had comedic elements in it but i mean they hit some really tough very things stuff. and we're still able to hit it within that half hour mm-hmm. 20 yeah. 22 minute time and i range. didn't realize this but every story has two stories in it mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that but there's always the main story and there's always a side yep. story mm-hmm. and so to get all that in in 20 minutes is pretty remarkable yeah um I saw I, yesterday. I watched uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <clears throat> About twenty minutes too long. For Everybody me. loves that actor. I just uh, no. Uh, I think he did a really good job. Uh, okay. The only thing I didn't like him in was uh, Les Mis. I thought he was miscast in Les Mis. Um, but in this, I thought he did a fine job. But like I said, the movie itself was about 20 minutes too mm-hmm. long or so. Could have spent less time down his uh, briefcase. Briefcase and looking <laughs> at all the. Uh, fantastic beast because i i just wasn't overly impressed with that part of it mm. but uh just really liked the last part of it and some of the characters in it and i think it fits well within the wizarding world sure just oh. uh i watched uh an indie film called don't knock twice um don't watch it twice it was a good one time watch <laughs> it was uh pretty uh predictable and uh, there's nothing really new in it so don't knock twice that's it Okay. I am catching myself up on the Planet of the Apes series. I did not uh, go out and watch the first two when they came out in theaters. I'm kicking myself for it now because the uh, first one, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Is that correct? Not Dawn? Yeah, yeah, Rise is first. first? Okay. Um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was freaking phenomenal. Uh, Great, great cast with James Franco and John Lithgow. and um, I'm trying to think of the, I can't remember who, the guy who runs the the clinic or the big research facility, uh, whatever his name is, <clears throat> does a great job. And then Andy Serkis, good mm. God. Yeah. Good God. He's a man. He's incredible. Really, yeah, and, and incredible we, talent. Have and you we seen talked the about, behind the scenes of that at all? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like DVD extras? Uh-huh. Yeah. And we talked about that. Was it last week or the yeah, last, last podcast yeah, the last where podcast, we said yep. there's, it is insane that this man cannot get nominated for an Oscar yeah, for, for the animated they work think, that he yeah. does. So they take that out. I'm going to start a campaign right here, right now. Andy Serkis gets an Oscar. There we go. Yeah, they, will not, they will not nominate him for his work for Kong, for Caesar, for Gollum. Is he ever going to get, um, like, he gets some roles besides those, though. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. King Kong, he was a double role in King Kong. Okay. Yeah. He was, uh, he, he has uh, a, he he has a small Kong part in. in the Lord of the Rings, where they show how Gollum becomes well, when Gollum. He, when he actually yeah. plays Smeagol. Yeah, but yeah, he's Smeagol, acted. Yeah. He's acted as not a CGI roles and, and plenty of things. There's yeah. a really good movie with him and Simon Pegg. Oh, I wish that I, could, a good movie. I wish yeah. I could it's remember the name of it. I'm going to look it's it up. A horror film. I'm, Is it? I'm pretty sure. No, I thought it was a comedy, but we'll look. Look that look up. up. Um, he was one of the uh, one of the villains in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm. Um, he played the uh, the guy from South Africa. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he had the beard. I still haven't seen that. <coughs> That's not going to help you then. So yeah, he plays uh, he plays legit that. in that. But I, you know, I I think they need to they either need to create a category for him. That seems kind of cheap for that particular instance of 
being able to transform yourself into an ape or into whatever Gollum is or anything else that he's done. Mm -hmm. That takes so much more than just looking at the camera like Brad Pitt and like, oh, I'm this and that and the other thing. Oh, I'm so amazing. Here's an Oscar. Uh, The movie with Simon Pegg, it's called Burke and Hare, a black comedy about 19th century grave robbers. Hmm. Yeah, for some reason, I thought that was What's not funny about grave robbing? Hey, you know. (laughs) So that was all that I had. Um, We're probably running out of... Yeah, we've got to wind it up. This is our last one going around. Um, Okay. Uh, I started to watch... Batman the Lego movie and yes of course it's it's really funny and he's really great I didn't finish it because I think something you had said before the joke did start to wear thin on me and so after about 30 minutes or so I was like well I'll get back to it um it's a it's a it's great but for some reason I just didn't finish it yeah for me it was like the first two thirds were really good and then it just kind of drug on from that point he's hilarious oh my god yeah Will Arnett Will Arnett Oh, and that was a pretty good uh, impersonation of the movie. Lego Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, anyway, I bought it, so I need to finish it. Yeah. Um, my last one is, uh, because of, uh, this last week was shark week and I rewatched jaws and Mm. Lord, if you have not seen jaws, you need to see that movie. Yeah. I don't care who you are, when you were born, anything like that. That movie is absolutely fantastic. One of Spielberg's best that, because of the fact the shark did not mechanically work forced him to be forced him to be extremely creative on how to make this movie incredibly suspenseful Mm -hmm. and it was just it's just an amazing movie and i could watch that indianapolis speech like over and over yeah that indianapolis speech is great you dropped that part that's why i brought that up you dropped that part in our messages oh i did i did two of them i did the boat one yeah this was oh, yeah. not a boat accident. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he had to show me the way to go home. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that was in the same, he did that in the same scene, right? He did that song, but he just, he had just yes. done the Indianapolis speech, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to drop two really quick because they're shorts and I'm not going to talk about one. I'll, I watched uh, Nate Kalooms, who is from, um, he's in Omaha with uh, Splitsville Productions. He did a short called If the Shoe Fits. He let me watch that. It was uh, legit, uh, pretty good. Um, he played that at Prairie Lights last year, didn't he? No, this, this is brand new. I think it's going to be playing this year, actually. How long is it? Um, it's like 18 minutes. It's oh, a okay. real quick, easy watch. Um, but they do some good. They did uh, One More Time for the Camera. They did mm-hmm. uh, Callerphobia a couple years ago. I remember that. Um, but he's with Mark Popejoy and all those guys in Omaha. Uh, if the Shoe Fits, uh, T-Bird, Haynes, Nate Colum's in it. Mark's in it. Um, those guys do some pretty good stuff. So check out Splitsville. And then... I want to talk about this really quick because I want to know if anybody watched it. Did anybody watch the short I dropped in our messengers the other day called uh, When Sussurus Stirs? Is that the one I that you not. said that if, if, if you would prepare, eaten your, or prepare, you prepare yeah. your stomach? Did anybody no, watch I, it? No, I did not watch no. it. It's, it's on no. my list. Oh my God, you guys got to fucking watch it. It's so... It's... It's fucking disgusting. It's it's it was shared on. Um, I know this is a great. You're not sell selling it very well. <laughs> um, but it's uh, uh, it was shared uh, on Shockwave's uh, horror podcast. They they shared a link to it, and so I clicked on it, knowing nothing about it, and it's just this guy that gets this like tapeworm in his stomach. Oh no! And just to start, he just starts to like. 
Uh, it's that's oh I can I can't so say don't too eat, much. Don't don't watch it. Don't on full fucking stomach. eat before okay. you watch Got it. <laughs> don't. I showed it. I, I I tricked my wife into watching it after I sent oh, it out you're to an you ass. guys. No, you are. I was an like ass. I was like oh uh, she had just got home from work. I was like hey come watch this. She's like what is it? And I was like just watch it. And it got to I I like to give her shit to watch, and then I don't watch the film. I watch. Her, her because okay. her facial, she was gonna throw up. I was just waiting oh. for it. It's just like there's it came to it. There's a certain part at the end uh, where the uh, it, the the invaders uh, needs to evacuate the body, and it uh, ooh she uh, yeah it was uh, just you guys gotta watch it. I want to talk about it with you so bad. So, just to like <laughs> so the next thing you're gonna force you to watch is what two girls in a cup. Yeah yeah that might be next. But she was like, at the end of it, I was like, what do you think? She's like, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> that was her reaction to it. So, uh, and then she just walked away. And I'm not sure if she was mad or not, but she was just like, what is wrong with people? Why do they do this? And uh, I was like, I just, so watch it. It's just, it is, it is rough. Is it as gross as, what was that movie that Nathan, um, who was in Serenity and, oh, You've seen it. I know you've seen it. Um, can't remember the actor's name. All right. It's the beautiful thing about indie films is like people can do whatever, whatever the fuck they want to. So it's, it's a blessing. They're, and a curse. In, they're, yeah. in, they're under no restrictions. <laughs> there's no MPAA. There's no buddy saying you can't do this or I'm not going to give you the money. It's yeah. So, All right. So we're, sorry, we're at 30 minutes. So we should probably move on to the next section. But before we do, uh, I said I was going to uh, pimp out that short with yeah. Heather Morris, the yeah, name yeah. is called The Cleansing Hour. Mm. Yeah. So if you have a chance to see that, check it out. Pretty darn good. Where okay. can you find it, uh, Patrick? It's What's on YouTube? that? YouTube? Vimeo? Uh, I believe that? it was on YouTube. Okay. The Tube of You. Yeah. So who wants to lead us into the next section? I think we kind of waited for Tom to do this Yeah, because the news was, it's two weeks old. Yeah. Now, because it um, happened uh, two weeks ago, Saturday. Right? Yeah. Two weeks ago no, yesterday. Last week. I'm pretty sure. Like no, later last week. It was week. two weeks. Uh, it was two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, because we, we decided it was the day that we found out the day that we were podcasting. So that was last Sunday. No. no we didn't podcast last Sunday. It was two Oh, weeks I was. Ago. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So we, we decided to skip it and wait because we I wanted Tom to be a part right. of this conversation. Right. So um, maybe Tom should lead us in on it. <laughs> You can have to start the lead in because okay. I, All right. I, so, I don't have. Okay, yeah, so ahead, so two weeks ago yesterday, uh, the Godfather or grandfather, depending on how you want to look at it, of yeah. the zombie genre, yeah, uh, passed away. George Romero died at age seventy-seven. Um, and uh, you know, like like Josh just said, you know, we found out Sunday, the day that we normally podcast, and and we knew that we wanted to devote a podcast to George Romero and one of his movies. Um, and uh, but then we decided, well, if that's the case, let's just wait a couple weeks yeah. uh, to do that because, yeah, we wanted Tom here to do it. We also wanted to give ourselves a little bit of time to think about it and, and also to have a chance to see uh, one of his movies. And actually, yeah. we didn't see one of his movies. We saw a movie inspired by. I went back and movies. watched the original. I did watch well. both of them yeah. as well. I wasn't able to watch the original. <clears throat> I didn't get to it. Um. But uh, so we'll we'll discuss George Romero. We'll discuss uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, yeah. the 2004 uh, version. Uh, so let's talk Romero. Yeah. So first of all, Romero, uh, going back, I went back a few podcasts ago 
we did a we did a thing where we went and did our uh, uh, Mount Rushmore of horror mm-hmm. folk figures. Yep. Romero was on everybody's, everybody's uh, Rushmore. List. He ended up on our our four for the Rushmore, um, and that's for a reason because he created his own subgenre in horror, mm-hmm. um, starting with Night of the Living Dead and uh, and and kind of blowing up from there. The thing about Romero too was when he when he did Night of the Living Dead, he didn't call his creatures zombies he called them creatures mm-hmm. and then somebody else i think came up with the zombie term that right. wasn't him um well zombies was a term from all the voodoo stuff yeah that was zombie yeah. there was a movie called zombie that but i don't i'm not i don't think this was even really inspired by that right and so he thought he created a whole new just creature he didn't call mm-hmm. them zombies and one of the th- uh, things that he was notorious for was building in a political kind of agenda mm. into all of his all of his at least the dead films that he did there is a, a political agenda around all of those um does anybody have a favorite what year was was is 1968 i want to say was night of, of the living dead Night of the living dead 1968 so yeah. what was his political stuff was it like so for 1968 in uh in in uh night of living dead was uh race and violence for night oh. of the living dead um, casting, he cast an African American as, as the lead, which nobody was yeah, okay. doing. Um, so that was his political kind of agenda for, gotcha. uh, for night. Um, when he did, uh, I took some notes, but when he did the crazies, it was working class innocence was his political agenda for that. And then when he did, um, Dawn of the dead, which is what we went back and watched, it was when everybody was going back to the mall, going back to something that is um, just something that they remember, something that uh, just is kind of known to them. It was uh, it was uh, capitalism was mm-hmm. his thing that he built into to Dawn of the Dead. So does anybody have a favorite that that they they of the Dead series, Night of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, because oh, it was the most influential for me because I saw it. I was pretty young when I saw it. Um probably 10 maybe maybe a little bit younger than that uh and it was on tv uh and it just you know seeing these things you know when they were pulling the innards out and eating them and stuff like that i mean it just had a really big influence on me that i don't feel that any of his other dead movies had that same effect did you feel like his dead movies got better or kind of worse as he went Along. I I I was probably going to save this for later. Okay, but we'll, I was we'll no, wait, but we'll I was, it's but it's just easy for me to say this that that none of his other dead movies impressed me. Okay. Um, be, and I don't know if it was because he was going for those political statements more than making a horror film. Yeah. Um, because I felt Night of the Living Dead was a horror film. Yeah. And the rest of them were more, like you had said, a political statement moving forward. Yeah. And, and that's why he had such issues with the remake of Dawn of the Dead because he felt there was no political emphasis behind it. Yeah. Um, and other zombie movies that are, you know, from that point on that were made that, that he always had issues with other zombies. And, and he also said that he felt like people were playing in his bat in his playground. Yeah. That he, he created this and other people didn't really have any reason to be there. Yeah. He, um, and, and night of living dead is the, the simplest yet. It was the most difficult, I think of, his dead films that he made. He didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any, um, you know, he didn't use known actors for night. 
Um, but it was simple in the fact of one location, basically. And, uh, and just, it was just, it, it was simple. It was, you watch it and it's not as big and grandiose as like Dawn. Right. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, Night of the Living Dead is probably uh, his biggest or his best that he did. Now, I haven't I seen all of them. I haven't seen all of yeah. them. How many did he make? He did that, was Night, four he of them? did Day, he did Dawn, he did Survival of the Dead, Land of the Dead. Oh, Jesus. Diary of the Dead. Diary, Diary of, of the, the Dead. Dead. And then he started a new one. And his new one, which will be finished by his his partner that he writes with, um, that, that he promised to finish out. Uh, Road of the Dead, I believe it's called, uh, which will be interesting. It it is amazing though that he created this this new monster that would that is just blown up since yeah. then. It's um, the zombie craze is hot, crazy, yeah, uh, and it, it, and it really hasn't slowed down. Not at all, not at all. Throw a rock, you hit a zombie movie. Yeah, for real, yeah. true. But uh, I mean, look at all. I made a. I I actually took out a stack of films this week that I was like, I'm gonna watch these because not only. Uh, I'm going to watch Romero stuff, but I'm going to watch the stuff that would not exist if Romero would not have done this. And like my, was like, I had like Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse on there. God, I had Zombieland on there, which is like, one, has like one of the best opening like credit sequences I think ever. Um, but then, uh, what else did I have out that I was going to, I was going to watch? Um, I had, I had a stack. It was just, yeah, like 28 Days Later was out, um, you know, those films. But that was, I think, a big thing for him, too, was when people, when 28 Days Later kicked out, all of a sudden the creature that he created that were walkers are now runners, f- fucking moving fast. Right, but, but like in the movie... In the movie we just watched, Dawn of the Dead. They're yeah. lightning fast. Yeah. Lightning fast. That, that guy takes off after his wife in the opening yeah. sequence. He's, he's almost faster than the, the car. Which is a car. Great yeah. opening sequence. That's yeah. 11 it's minutes. So I just, I, I clocked it 11 minutes before that. Before the opening credits. And it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And that's how you got to, for me, like going into like a filmmaker's uh, stance, how you got to come out now when you make a feature film like you like your first oh you gotta grab them by the balls sequence and, and, before yep. you hit your credits is just gotta pop now mm-hmm. before anything happens um you want to talk about dawn versus dawn um I sure i was I, I, the only other thing i was going to add before we hit the movie was uh he actually did enjoy Shaun of the dead Oh, did he? Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was reading a. a Who a, doesn't inter- like that movie? Well, the fact that he didn't like. Oh, because he doesn't other, like any. Right, right. I get it. But he did like Shaun of the Dead because he felt they were doing something with it other than just a zombie movie. Yeah. And he said that yes, it was a comedy, but it still had some really good biting moments into yeah. it. You know, when when he has to <clears throat> kill his own mom and deal with his best friend and all this other stuff and and. Uh, Shot of the Dead is a great. It is a great. Anything yeah. yeah. Simon Pegg does is just yeah. great. That's all I got to say. Um, do we want to talk about the remake or? Do you want to add anything, Tom, before we go to, into the the dog to that? Dawn? Um, no, I mean I just I, the I remember seeing the first one when I was a kid too, and I I know I've rewatched it, but it's been years. And what I'm curious about, if I do rewatch it, how does it hold up technically? With now all the stuff we got, what what do you guys? I can still, obviously with, with still, which one with Dawn with or just want to talk about Dawn? Yeah, like does or no? I mean with uh, Night Night his original Night. How does I, that I, fit with? I, I don't think you can compare it. I think you got to. But does it matter? Like, is it still? 
as I remember, it was still tension filled. Mm -hmm. And do you guys know what I'm saying? So, like, does it matter that he didn't have those resources available to him? I think he. That's why he made such a good film because he didn't have didn't have those resources. resources. I saw his version of Night of the Living Dead at when they used to do movies on the green at the Lead Center. Yeah, they they played that. They did. Yeah, one year. And I saw that. The first time I saw Not a Living Dead was actually the 19, I think, 91 version that Tom Savini directed. That was my first introduction to Night of the Living Dead. I didn't oh, okay. see Romero's until after that. So I didn't even know Romero's existed. I saw that when I was a kid, so I didn't no. know. Um, so I saw, I saw Tom Savini's first. And if you, But if you compare them, it's like, it's, it's, in, it's, beyond, it's shot for shot, but Savini's is in color and mm-hmm. Romero's is in black and white. And that's right. the only difference, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, my daughter and I, we, we will watch Night of the Living Dead just so we can watch him just close fist smack that woman. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing when I was at that, when I was, when I was at that screening uh, for uh, uh, movies on the green, he hits her yeah. and somebody just yelled up from the back. He's like, yeah, smack that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole crowd is now, like crazy. Now I'm not saying that my daughter and I condone violence, but that just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, she's and screaming. Just, she's screaming, screaming, and, and, and he just punches her (laughs) knocks her out and it's just it came out of nowhere and once again him bending the rules yeah you know not only is the lead character Mm african-american but here he is smacking this woman yep really really hard yeah and uh he just yeah he pulled no punches and he played by his own rules he did and that was you know what made him a great filmmaker he didn't really he didn't chase money either that was the thing too. Yeah. It was like when he was making his films, he made it as low budget as possible, and he was not chasing big Hollywood money. I think Land of the Dead might have been his most expensive one he did, and he had stars in that too. Well, I know he didn't spend a lot of money on Dawn of the Dead, his version. Yeah, yeah. After I mean, after watching that, and we'll touch on that when we as we talk about yeah. the movie. Well, we can go in. I mean, yeah. Dawn. Don 2004. Let's talk about it here real quick. Yeah. Uh, let me yeah, go. read it. We always do this. We all watched we, it though, around the table. We watched Don. I've seen it. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah. I've seen it a hundred times. I've I, watched it. I have too. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Um, Dawn of the Dead, 2004. The dead have become zombies, stalking in an endless quest to feed on those who remain, who remain alive. A group of desperate survivors in a Wisconsin town seek refuge in a large indoor mall where they must learn not only to protect themselves from the zombie horde, but also to coexist with each other. This Zack Snyder-directed version is a remake of the 78 film of the same name. Tomato meter, 74%. Audience, 77%. <clears throat> IMDb. Audience gives it 7.3 stars with a Metascore of 59. Audience is only at 74? 77 for the audience. So seems low. I think it's my third favorite horror movie, like, ever. I just... You want to start? uh, I I just... Yeah, I I love it. I I mean, I I love everything about it. I think the acting is unbelievable in that... um, and, and all those actors in 2004, some of them you don't even recognize. They're all over the place now. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's uh, Ty Burrell is the from Modern Family. Yeah. Is the, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a jackass. He's great. Uh, the guy who's the head security guard. Um, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Who's now on House of Cards, House of Cards. as one of the really okay. villains. Um, can't remember his name. He's fantastic Stand in by. it. 
Uh, yeah. And oh, okay. uh, the characterizations are great. Like that guy. Can we do spoilers? It's 2004, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. guy, uh, he's an asshole. In the beginning, he turns out to be a good guy. I mean, so you don't oh, know Rames? the character. Okay. No, no. I'm talking about the security guard. Oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, that was Michael Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going back and watching that. Yep. I did not even catch that. And um, Ving Rhames is great in it. Yeah, because he's got a full head of hair in the Dawn of the... That would be why. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that would be why. So I don't want to um, take too much of it, but I just... That movie is so good. Um, and uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, my gosh. Mickey Pfeiffer? Oh, Mickey Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great in it. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. And that little twist is fun. Yeah. <laughs> that where he's keeping his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. That whole sequence in that movie is probably one of my top favorites. When they go and they find that and they finally <clears throat> see what's going on and she's tied up on the bed. Yeah. And he and you you can oh. tell he's known all along oh, yeah. she's gonna oh, turn yeah. into a oh, zombie. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah, just we didn't wants talk to talk about it. We don't we're not giving spoilers. That's true. So he just yes. wants to do something good right by that baby. He says that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dreams. But I, when that lady dies because of it, she sees it. I just watched that was the last scene I watched before I came over here. And you just see this little cool chamber of the gun go. Mm-hmm. And it's this Mexican shoot off. As soon yeah, yeah, as she yeah. does yeah. that, she's done. Yeah. And they're shooting each other. They're shooting each other. I mean, they, they're the babies. Each one just hits the shot. Yeah. But that was sad that she died. So anyway, I'll, we'll talk much more about that. Um, to me, it was a very influential movie. I don't know that it is in my top 10 or whatever, but uh, I loved it. It's entertaining every time mm-hmm. I see it. Uh, the only the only thing for me, and you had mentioned the baby part of it, is is when they open the thing and the baby. Ah, that I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. to me that was a little, little cheesy. Yeah. Um, but overall, I really dig that movie. And to tell you the truth, I dig the last ten minutes of it the most. Were they riding in the vans or nothing? Not ju- not trucks? just in the buses when they. It's Did, like when they're when already they on the, the boat and going into the end credits because oh, they yeah, overlap yeah. Well, that with, with the, the handheld home footage. home footage. Yeah, and the credits take about ten minutes. And the credits, because they, they keep, exactly. The story is still going on. The, the, the story continues throughout that whole yep. thing and seeing what happens to those people. It's a great ending because it's like I don't even want to see a sequel. I, I just like that it ended ended there because yeah. you don't know what is going to happen to them. Yeah. And also, I am taking hijacking this, but no, keep but going, Jack Jack Weber, who's the the guy who's the kind of the hero, and mm-hmm. you find out mm-hmm. he works at Best Buy. Jesus, who would work at Best Buy for a living? Yeah, but he sells. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> I had to get that in. But um, you know, he he talks about his best thing is he's being a dad, and you could tell there's sadness in him, and mm-hmm. and how he dies at the end is kind of yeah. It's Chris, I'm just gonna sit here and watch the sunset. Yeah, yeah. And and he has no problem killing the one dude. Um, so they're, they're just multi-dimensional characters. So, yeah. And I, I also see oh, in this movie how it probably influenced Kirkman with um, Walking Dead. Because, yeah, because it's about survival. And at yeah. some point they just say, oh, you're bitten? Click. Yeah. Goodbye. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't risk it. It's, no. It's... And even the guy that that real he has his daughter and he realizes he's gonna die. Even he's like, I get it. Oh, uh, that was the guy who played Max Headroom. Oh, it was. <laughs> I can't so, think what, of his name. What What are your overall up. thoughts there, Josh? The, uh, yeah, give me one sec, one second here. Yeah, I'm. Uh, he I'm, was also in the Stephen King series. Um, the Stand. The Stand. He, he played the the the. the Whatever man, the, gar- the uh, yeah garbage man, the garbage or, man, yeah, yeah. He's got an interesting look. Like, um, if, you look the, up, um, if you look up Max Headroom, that'll pull it up. 
as the main character. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the music also yeah. in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, how they did they put in Down with the Sickness and the credits. Um, the and there was music. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There was music and music in that movie. Yeah, they played the uh, <laughs> the Richard Cheese version of Down with the Sickness. I was getting there. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, during that sequence where like they're all doing like the uh, what what do you call it now? Uh, where they're doing like. They're all the montage. Yeah, the montage. Or the, that's where they play that. I, I thought that was great. Oh, where they're all kind of like looking um, at the stars and they're laughing and they're getting yeah, along. Yeah. And, and the, the, anybody catch and... uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy" during the ele- the elevator music oh, yeah. that they play? They're they're all they're running from the zombies and they yep. get in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I love this song. And they're just playing that. Oh yeah, I love like that like little things like that. Well, they 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 took that from the original one too because they all got in the elevator and there was. I love you. I honestly love you. Was playing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I didn't get that far when I was watching. I think I only got an hour into the original, and then I fell asleep. Yeah. So there's a few lie. things that they stole from the original. Uh, I mean, and, it and, was I, a, and I love the little sequence of the the Burt Reynolds and the from the rooftops. The guy's yeah. gotta, he's by <laughs> himself. Yeah. He's got to do something. Hey, to get, get Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, that's too easy. So yeah, I love little little moments like that. Again, I already talked about this a little bit, but that that opening sequence God, where um, uh, they do the hospital bit and then you meet the little girl and they have their date night and they wake up and that sequence where she's running down the hall yeah. after she bites him, like yeah. stuff like that. And then just like I went and saw this in the theater with my dad and that first uh, sequence before they even got to the credits, I was just like, this is going to be yeah. straight fire. This, if this whole movie is this yeah. like chaotic, sign me the fuck up. And I cannot wait. What I liked in that, that first sequence, too, that you don't always see <clears> as, as a mother, she figured out quickly that her daughter was this. I mean, she didn't even think twice. And she just throws her out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like immediately in survival mode. Yeah, yeah. Which you would be. And I think. Yeah, so I love how it goes from this mundane hospital thing. Yeah, I worked a long shift. And you're like, geez, come on. Like a minute into it, you're just like, whoa, what? And yeah, it's a, awesome. a laugh moment for me also is when he's chasing her. She's driving away and she's chasing her. It's like watching a little child with ADD because he's running after her and he just stops and veers off. Yes. The person they were, and, the, and the grass was like, that kid, that dude's got some... Some attention deficit problem. Yeah, I know all about it. Yeah, he's chasing so, me. He's like, oh, there's a light he's, person. Yeah, he's like, ooh, ball, go get it. Um, so and I love off, how, like, how honest people are, like, when they're in that panic mode, and there was, like, people wanting help, and they're knocking on the door. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not you. looking. I'm just going. Yeah. yeah. Which he probably, yeah. unfortunately, would do. Yeah. So that opening sequence I love. God, that uh, was a great it, sequence. It's just the way to, that's the way to come out and. In uh, in a start a movie. What has that director done since? Zack Snyder. He did Superman. uh, He did Batman vs Superman. Uh, He did uh, he did the Justice League movie. But he hasn't done any Uh, other horror though. um, I think he has. Hang on, I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure he has. Unless you got it, Patrick. I'll probably beat you to it. Zack Snyder. But he's done. He 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 jumped into the uh, the The comic comic book movie world and uh, started making. But he just, um, I think his daughter, his, was his daughter? No, I don't. I think Never mind. Just, killed, uh, just committed suicide. Oh, that's too bad. And uh, Joss Whedon took over the Justice League movies. Is that um, why he backed away? I think that's, I think that's what it was. Oh, his daughter, day. yeah. But he, I think he's coming back for, he'll come back and do the other things I'm sure that he's signed on for. Yeah. He just had to take a little bit of a, 
reprieve. a break. I mean, he did 300, Watchmen, Sucker Punch, yeah. Man of Steel, yeah. Batman versus Superman. So just, yeah. Completely comic. Because he, he knows how to do a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but almost everything he's done since then is all comic book related. <clears throat> 300 was great, though. Oh, I love 300. 300 was so good. I still uh, Watchmen was rough for me. I, I couldn't get through that. Oh, I loved Watchmen. Um, yeah, I liked it. But, but yeah, Dawn of the Dead, I agree with Tom as far as it's in my top. It's top yeah, five. Definitely. Easily. I wish I would have been able to go to a, a convention and, and talk to Romero about his thoughts on zombie movies in the world today. And Do we know what he thought of that remake? Um, I don't. I know Did he, he hated he the didn't, fact... They were running. He didn't like he, it. He, he, he didn't, didn't like that they, they were running, and he also didn't like... The, he, but it's weird because he said That's he didn't so like scarier. that they were running, but he said he loved the opening sequence, which to me is huh. completely contradictory. Yeah. Uh, but he also said that he was disappointed that they did not take a political aspect mm. on the film itself. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, his thoughts were that there's no way that they could run. There's just there's no way. Um, but they also talk about it in the in the uh, special features on the 2004 Dawn. How there was three stages. Not all those zombies ran. So the first stage, when you're fresh and you're new, he said that's when they were running. As the stages went on and you started to fall apart. Oh, that's, that's why they're still in the, when they're in the mall, they're still kind of walking like. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not. They're yeah. not all run. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was they they went through and did the different stages of zombies. So in that huh. remake, so that's they thought it out at least. So or or maybe they just said that to cover some mistakes. Maybe, maybe that as hmm. well. So now <clears throat> compared to the original, again I was not around in 1978. I, not, I don't think I've seen um, that one. Yeah, but you've seen so, the original. Though. I have. No, I have, though. Yeah. And it's just not in today, in 2004 even, but especially today, in my brain, the way my brain works is everything has just got to, like, go crazy and, and be fast and, like, catch me. And it's not just with that movie. It's with a lot of movies. Like, if it doesn't catch me in the first five, ten minutes... I get bored because I can't sit there very long because I just can't, and I move on. I was lucky to get an hour into Dawn last night as far as I got because it's just like it is just a different pace. That's it. That's the only difference to me is it's just, yeah, the the makeup and everything is not is not great, um, but it's not – I can still – I can get past the makeup and the effects of that movie – the story is great, and just the pacing is just rough for me. That's it. Yeah, that's the, the only difference. Me for the original, I felt it was almost <clears throat> a step back from Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, well, Night of the Living and Dead, it, it was not in color. Exactly. So they were able to get away with a lot more that things didn't necessarily have to look as real. They could have been, you know, when they're pulling out the guts and the blood and yeah. everything else, it could have been anything, <clears throat> you know, and they could have gotten away with it. But when the blood that's coming out is like, pink the zombies were blue and the zombies were gray and blue yeah. there was no zombie all it was was m- yeah pancake makeup it yeah. wasn't like anything <clears throat> special effects or anything like that with it so that's so that way i kind of felt it was a step backwards because they hardly even did anything with like limbs missing or anything like that which they did in mm-hmm. night of the living dead okay there were people with torn body parts and There's, missing there limbs and there was nudity in, that, was nudity in yeah. that and and so i I just think he kind of took a step back, and but you also got to watch him progress with, from dawn and day to when he started doing like when he did Land of the Dead, 
again, that all of a sudden went with what he had available to him. Those makeup and those effects were night and day to, you know, look at 1978 versus 2000 and right, whatever he correct. made land is just he evolved because everything else was able was able to evolve. Mm-hmm. That's it. If he had that, if he had that those resources available in 1978, those zombies wouldn't have looked like that. You, you kind of have to wonder why he didn't have resources <clears throat> available with the success of Night of the Living Dead. Or maybe it wasn't, maybe it became a cult classic as opposed to It was a definitely cult classic. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely cult, for sure. But you would think that he'd still be able to seal some funding to do. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. know if people wanted to not give. Or maybe they, Halloween. Or maybe they wanted to fund it, but they said, we'll give you money, but it has to go in this direction. And he flipped them the finger, yeah. you know, and said, fuck you. I'm going to, I still want to do what I want to do. That's you never know. Also. But if you look at Halloween in 19, what was it, 77 or 79? John, yeah. Uh, you know, he didn't, didn't give John Carpenter any money. Right. And, you know, he had something huge on his hands. Mm-hmm. So it just might have been, I think horror has evolved because it, it and money will, get, well, even now people have a hard time funding horror films. Just because they just know, unless you're a fan of the genre, nobody's willing to, to put, take their, a chance, to take right? that risk. Yeah. Right. So even if you are proven, no one's willing to give you that money. Because it's just not everybody chases that genre. So, but horror fans are the most loyal, loyal fans ever. So, yeah. Um, do you want me to rap? Yeah, I Is think we got to wrap it the up. Dawn of the Dead rap. I'm yeah, we're, we're just over an hour. We're, we're, okay. we're at about an hour, just a little bit over an hour right now. So, yeah. I think we're going to wrap this. Do we up. give it? Do we want to give it stars? 2004 oh. Dawn out of ten. Do we want to do out of ten? Sure. Go start. Uh, I go. I go eight. I give eight. I gotta go six. I got to go nine. I think it's great. Eight, five. <clears throat> All right. You low baller. I'm a low baller. All right. Should we do plugs real quick? Let's do plugs. Go, Greg. If you're looking for some great movie reviews, <clears throat> step on over to gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Fresh new reviews on there for Spider-Man Homecoming. Also one for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Who knows what I'll do next? <clears throat> I haven't seen <clears throat> any good movies recently, so we'll have to remedy that. The Void. The Void. I'm apparently going to do The Void. Do it. I don't know why, but what the hell. Uh, again, that is Greg, the movie guy, dot blogspot.com. I got nothing. Yeah, but do you have any plugs? Yeah. <laughs> I got hair plugs. <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Prairie Lights Film Festival, October. I'm dropping the ball on the dates right now. I've had it memorized. 22nd, 23rd. No, it's 24th. not the 24th. Hang on. 20th, 21st, and 22nd. 20th through the 22nd. I'm pretty sure. October. October. There we go. Um, yeah, we got a couple movies showing there, so uh, yeah. pay attention to the website, which is, Josh? Uh, MidnightFrightFilms.com. Uh, I don't know if we've blogged on there recently. Uh, I know Patrick's been busy with Ghost Hunters. Greg's doing Mermaid. Tom's doing Theater. So the old blogs have not been coming, which we should probably get on that. Um, I, I've not been doing shit, so I should probably get on that. Um, midnightfrightfilms.com. Uh, we got a YouTube page, Midnight Fright Films. There's some new stuff on there. We'll get some other new stuff on there. Find us at Midnight Fright Films on the Facebook and Midnight Frightcast on the Facebook and the Gram of Insta as well, which we have nothing new on there either. No, but check not. it out anyway, because it's fun. And who doesn't? Yeah, if you out? haven't been there, check it out. Yeah. So that's plugs. All right. Greg, you brought us in. Take us out. In a world where we end the movie by... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. In a world where words obeyed me. 
<laughs> so this has been the episode 14 of the Midnight Fright cast. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for uh, showing up and giving us some great, uh, great content. This has been one of our better ones, I think. We have a lot of great uh, dialogue. Yeah. And uh, shout out to George Romero for all that he's done for the horror genre, because we wouldn't be where we're at right now if it wasn't for uh, his contributions. So yeah. until next time, stay fright. Go watch a Romero movie. Go watch a Romero movie and watch The Void and let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah.